Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Here we are. We're heading to the business end of the season, which of course means that this Dally M medal chase, it is heating up unbelievably. I've read, read on Twitter and on the internet a couple of times that apparently Cody Walker is leading this by a heap. Personally, I find it really hard to believe. I think when it went behind closed doors in round 12, Tom Travojevic, I think he was about four or five points in front of Cody Walker. Um, and I mean, Cody Walker has absolutely brained it the last few weeks, but what Turbo has been doing has been like nothing we've seen before. So I think that Turbo could get injured right now. He could also miss the first five games of the season. And I don't think anyone would come within probably six points of winning this Dalian medal with him. But we'll see how it plays out. And as we head into this Dalian medal conversation, obviously Buzz Rothfield, he has dropped his Dalian team of the year, which includes his rookie of the year and his coach of the year as well. Now, I haven't looked at it myself yet. I'm going to do a live reveal on the podcast now. Before I reveal his selections, I'm going to give you mine as well. So... These can be really difficult because a lot of the time these come down to how many Dally M points you get. Well, this is what it does come down to, how many Dally M points you get. So guys that are playing in the wing and in the centers and stuff, it becomes really difficult sometimes to generate these points. I remember a couple of years ago, Joey Leilua, he got Dally M center of the year. I think he had six Dally M points. Yeah, center isn't a position that we give a heap of points to, same as wingers. So it becomes really difficult for those positions, but to go through and tell you who I think will win each position, each Dally M positional award. And there's a couple that are just lights out easy ones this year. A couple of really tough ones. Uh, so we're going to dive into those now. We'll start with fullback and um, I assume it has to be Tom Travojevic. As I said, I can't see anyone getting anywhere near Turbo Tom this year for the Dally M medal. So I think he will absolutely shit in uh, for the Dally M fullback of the year. And we'll have a look at Buzz Rothfield. Yep, he's gone for Tom Travojevic as well. He says, seriously, how do you separate champions like Tom Travojevic, Latrell Mitchell and James Tedesco, plus leave out Kaelin Pong and Gutho and AJ Brimson from nominations? While Tedesco and Latrell have been outstanding, Travojevic has become not just the best fullback of this year, but the best player in the entire competition. In 12 games, he has 18 tries, 
24 try assists, 35 line break assists, and averages 180 metres per game. 35 line break assists is fucked, by the way. I cannot believe he's putting up these sort of numbers. It's incredible. So we both went for Turbo as our Dally M fullback of the year. No real shocks there. Let's dive into the wingers, and this is where it gets really interesting. For me... I narrowed it down to three names, and you could honestly go any combo of the three. You could leave out any of these three guys, and I'd say, yeah, okay, fair enough. The three guys that I had were Josh Adokar, Brian Toe, and Alex Johnston. Now, as I said, when you're picking your Dalian positional awards, it comes down to how many Dalian points you get. Now, dare I say, I think that AJ, he would have got a fair few Dalian points. He scored a heap of tries. That left edge has been on fire. I think on a couple of occasions, he would have picked up one or two points here and there, especially the games that South Sydney have had where they've dominated and they've won by 40 points. Or they've done it on a number of occasions. I think in a lot of those games, you would have seen Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell clean up a lot of points, but then I think AJ would have picked up one or two along the line there in a lot of those games. So I think AJ will be one of them. He's also the leading top try score and he's been out for a couple of weeks. Interesting to see when he comes back how many more he can pile on. So AJ would be one of my picks. The other one between Fox and Brian Toto, I mean, you can flip a coin here. You, if I had a three-headed coin, I, I'd flip that to decide this realistically. I think it'll probably go to Brian Toto. I think stats-wise and everything, we appreciate more what he does in a game than what Josh Adokar does. I think that when you get to the end of a game for the Penrith Panthers and they're looking at Dally M points, you look over at Brian Toto and he's run for 250 metres for the eighth week in a row. I think that sort of stuff matters when you're giving out these points. So for me, I would probably lean towards Brian Toto, and I would probably lead towards Alex Johnson. But I said, I think Josh Adokar has been in unbelievable form. He's one of my favorite players in the game. And on that left edge, he has just been incredible with Justin Olam there. So either of those three, I could hear in these two spots. But for me, I'm going to go with Brian Toto and Alex Johnson. Let's see what Buzz Rothfield says. So wingers, Alex Johnston is the premiership is the premiership's leading try scorer, the beneficiary of the stunning skills on South Sydney's left side. Still, it's hard to beat New South Wales State of Origin winger Josh Adokar and Brian Toto for Team of the Year. So he's sort of sitting in the same boat as me. I think it comes down to these three guys, and you decide which of them you want. There, I've gone for those two, the ones that. He did settle on Buzz Rothfield. They were Josh Adokar and Brian Toe. So he's left AJ out of his Dally M uh, winger of the year. I think personally he'll get enough points to probably be the top winger. But we'll see how that one plays out. Centers. This was another really, really difficult one. I had a lot of trouble for this one. Uh, the two names that I ended up coming up with with Joey Manu, I think for the Roosters, he's been unreal. And I think he's also... And this is the other thing about this position, is that a lot of these centers, they jump in. Some of them jump in and play in the halves. Some of them jump in and play fullback. And they collect a lot of points in those positions. I think Joey Manu, in the games that he's jumped in and played fullback, and when he's come into the middle a little bit more, I think he would have cleaned up a fair few points, Joey Manu. So I think he's going to shit in for center of the year. I think he'll be the one. And then the other one comes down to two guys. It's Justin Olam. I think he's been a premier center in our game this year. He has been unbelievable on that left edge. He's been so damaging, and I think he could have even had more points. You'll remember at the start of the year, I think it's the only two games Melbourne have lost. He had the ball in the last play and came up with poor decisions. It was a draw and pass. It was another kick that he came up with. So it could have been even more for Justin Olam. He'd be my other center, but the other smoky is Matty Burton. Now, of course, he's been playing left center for the Penrith Panthers for the vast majority of the season, but he's also spent a lot of time at 5'8 uh, when the halves have been out, and 
I think in those games, he would have collected a lot of points. And this is the trouble with this Dally M positional award system that they don't really take that into consideration. It's just, bang, Matt Burton, he's a centre. How many points did he get? When realistically, he got a lot of points playing in the halves. So wouldn't shock me at all if Matt Burton does sneak in there. But for me, I think Justin Olam, he's definitely done enough to be there. So I would go with Justin Olam in the centres there. Uh, Buzz Rothfield. Oh, sorry, I'd go for Olam and Joey Manu. Buzz Rothfield, he's got the same three contenders, except he has gone his winners, Joey Manu and Matt Burton. And look, I would go Justin Olam, but I think points-wise, there's a really good chance that Matt Burton does get the job done. As I said, he's played a lot of footy at 5'8". He's got a lot of points from there. But when he has been playing centre, he's been unreal as well. So I can't really push back too heavily on that decision. Let's move to the halfback category. And look, I think it's Nathan Cleary by a country mile here. I don't think you could really push back on that at all. Um, I think Adam Reynolds, he's had a solid season. I think he's very underrated in what he does. Jerome Hughes for the Melbourne Storm has been unreal as well. I mean, if you take Nathan Cleary out of the race, Jerome Hughes and Adam Reynolds, that's going to be a really tough one to separate. But for me... I have to go with uh, the Penrith Panthers halfback here. I think he's been unreal. Let's have a look what Buzz Rothfield said. Impossible to go past Nathan Cleary, who is now widely regarded as the best halfback in the competition. Adam Reynolds at the Rabbitohs, Jerome Hughes at the Storm, and Daly Cherry Evans at the Seagulls have also been magnificent too. Yeah, DCE was a guy that I didn't mention, so a good suggestion from Buzz there. But of course, he has gone for Nathan Cleary in the seven jersey for the Daly M team of the year, and I will not push back on that at all. Let's move to the lock forward position. Now, this one is very, very interesting. Victor Radley, he's missed too much football for him to get a start in this team for me. I think Dale Finucane, he's also missed his fair whack of football. He probably misses out. For me, it leaves the spot open for two guys. Uh, The two guys, one is Cam Murray, one is Isaiah Yo. Now, Cam Murray, I'm sure if you go and have a look at the stats and everything, he probably wins this one in a landslide. And another one of these ones where I wouldn't push back on all, on anyone that says Cam Murray should get this one. But I'll tell you what, I've been so impressed with Isaiah Yo this year. I think the football that he's played has been unreal. He's an absolute workhorse, and he's a real silky little ball player as well. I'm a big fan of Isaiah Yo. I could go with either of these two, uh, but I would probably lean a little bit to Isaiah Yo off the top of my head. I think he's been unreal this year. Let's have a look which way Buzz Rothfield has gone. I, I can't imagine anyone else coming into the conversation. Tao Malolo can't possibly be there. Nathan Brown, you could probably put him in the line somewhere, but I don't think he's up there on the caliber of these top guys. Let's see what Buzz said for his Dallium lock of the year. One of the toughest calls here. We're running with Cam Murray from the Rabbitohs of Lock Forward of the Year. Just a coat of paint ahead of Penrith Panther star Isaiah Yo. They are both great players perform every week. At Melbourne Storm, Dale Finucane and Nelson Asofa Solomona have had terrific seasons. Yeah, okay, so he's got those two at the top as well. He has gone for Cam Murray here. I understand that. As I said, I wouldn't push back on it at all. I still think... Isaiah Yo is a little bit underrated, though, to be honest with you. Scared to think I'm on the same wavelength here as Buzz Rothfield. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, to be honest with you. Let's have a look at our edges, second rowers. Now, for me, I and I really hope Buzz has picked this guy because I'm sick of him flying under the radar. Isaiah Papali'i, I think he has to be in this conversation. And for me, he would be my Daly M second rower of the year. I know he started off the bench at the start of the year. He's played a little bit of middle as we've gone, but I think he has been unbelievable. I think it'd be an extremely, extremely tough knock to leave him out of this position. So for me, I would be going uh, for for the big fella from the Parramatta Eels there, Isaiah Papali'i. I have a look at the other spot. Guys that come to mind, David Fafita in patches, he's been unbelievable. In other patches, he's been very disappointing. Depends how heavily you want to weigh on those highlights. But 
The reality is that the Dahlia medal, it does reward highlights. There's been a number of occasions where you would have seen Dave Fafita pick up three points. I mean, he scored two hat-tricks in games, so... At a bare minimum, he's probably sitting on th- on six points there. He scored tries in a heap of other games and been really damaging, especially over the last two weeks when he's come off the bench. So I think Dave Fafita, he will get it. But if you want consistency, jeez, oh I think Angus Crichton has been really hard to go by this year. He's been sensational, Angus. Another one I'd be looking at from the Melbourne Storm, Kenny Bromwich, really flown under the radar this year. He's been great. But for me, Isaiah Papali, he has to be one. And personally, I would go Angus Crichton, but I think the way that they do this Dalian point system, I think David Fafita will get the other second row spot. Let's see what Buzz has to say. Isaiah Papali and David Fafita get the nod, although Angus Crichton at the Roosters, Josh Schuster at Manly, and Kenny Bromwich at the Storm wouldn't be out of place. Yeah, that's a fair shout. So he's gone for Fafita and Papali. He's got Angus Crichton as his next. Josh Schuster, a guy that I didn't mention, I think that's a 100% a fair shout. I think he's been unreal. So is his other second row partner on the other side. They've both been unreal. I completely forgot about Schuster, to be honest with you. Kenny Bromwich, we mentioned him. I think he's had a great season, very underrated, as he always is. But Buzz, he's gone for Isaiah Papali'i, which is sensational to see. I really hope he does get this award this year because he definitely deserves it. And, of course, Dave Fafita. As we said, this award, it comes down to highlights more often than not, and he's had a heap this year for Fafita. Let's move to the front row, the engine room. And for me, really tough one here. Um, I would be looking at James Fisher-Harris. I think he's been unbelievable all year. I've loved the way that he's gone about his footy. James Fisher-Harris would be one for me. The other one, I'd probably go Payne Haas. Um, he's obviously finished the season stronger than what he started it, but I, I just think he's been great this year, Payne Haas. Went through the Origin Series, was unreal as well. Had great impact there. For me, I'd go Payne Haas. I know over at the Roosters, Jared Rhea Hargraves, he's had a massive season as well. Takiaho's carried injuries. Radley's been in and out of that team. Rhea Hargraves has really had to step up, especially since Lindsay Collins was out of that side. I think you've got to remember, Rhea Hargraves, it looked like he was going to start on the bench all year for the Sydney Roosters when the season kicked off, but he's just gone to a new level this year, Rhea Hargraves. He's one guy that I wouldn't push back on. Daniel Saifichi from the Newcastle Knights, he's been unbelievable this season as well. I think he's been great. I'm not really sure which way us will go here. It's going to be really tough, but for me... I would probably go with James Fitzharris, and I think I would go Payne Haas as well. Without diving too deep into numbers, just giving my initial reaction. Junior Paulo's another guy that's done really well too, but he probably hasn't been as great as what I sort of thought he was going to be, to be honest with you. So I'm going to go Payne Haas and James Fisher-Harris. Let's see what Buzz Rothfield had to say here. A double for the Kiwis here with James Fisher-Harris and Warrior Hargraves, okay? Big, strong, powerful men who control the middle every week and terrorize opponents. Daniel Saifedi at the Knights and Junior Paulo at the Paramount Eels have also turned up and delivered each week. Wow, Payne Haas didn't even get a mention from Buzz there. Very, very interesting. Um, yeah, look, James Fisher-Harris, I, I tipped him as well. I spoke about Rhea Hargraves. Uh, Buzz has obviously gone for him, and as I said, I wouldn't push back on it, but for me, I think Payne Haas, uh, he's been really hard done by to not even get a mention in this. Daniel Saifedi was mentioned, Junior Paulo as well. I think Saifedi's been great this year. He's just so impressive, the footballer that he's become. Let's move to the hooker position. And uh, a really interesting one. I mean, it's strange to think that 
well, for, for me anyway, I'm going to give my Dallium hooker of the year to a guy that I think is a better lock forward than he is hooker in Brandon Smith. I also think he's the second best hooker at his club behind Harry Grant. I think you're starting to see that over the last few weeks. Harry's been unbelievable. All he needs to do is just be on the fucking field. But I think you cannot possibly take it off Brandon Smith this year. Harry spent a lot of time off the field and Brandon Smith has been unreal. Other guys that come to mind, I mean, Damian Cook, you could throw his name up. I think he's been far from impressive this year, though, to be perfectly honest with you. Another guy that's been really good is Jaden Braley, but he's sort of ducked off at the back end. Another hooker that's really impressed me this year, and he won't get the raps he should, but I think Jacob Little. Like, he'd never be in the conversation to be the Dallium Hooker of the Year this year, but, geez, I think he's been really impressive. Reed Marnie's another one that you could throw up there. Missed a couple of weeks of footy, though. He's now going to miss the back end as well, so that's really going to hurt him. And Brandon Smith, I think he's going to be another guy that, obviously, when he was playing hooker, he got a heap of points. Now he's going to move to the lock forward role, and I wouldn't be surprised if he picks up a couple of points there as well. His go forward is unreal in that position. So for me, I think it has to be Brandon Smith. I'm not really sure if you could possibly give this award to anyone else realistically. Let's have a look what Buzz said. Ah, this is one of the easier choices. It is seriously impossible to go past Melbourne Storm's Brandon Smith. This isn't to say Damien Cook or Abby Kurosawa has struggled. In fact, far from it. It's just that Smith has become one of the game's most valuable players. He scored the most tries and made the most line breaks and line break assists of all hookers. Yeah, look, he put up an even stronger argument than me, realistically. Buzz, I think this is an easy one going Brandon Smith. And Abby Kurosawa is a guy that I forgot about, but he has missed a bit of footy. Mitch Kenny's come in and done a really good job as well. But look, I think this will be the last time you see Brandon Smith win the hooker of the year I think for the next X amount of years it's going to be Harry Grant he's going to have his fingerprints all over that one now look let's move to rookie of the year and for me, I obviously tipped Josh Schuster at the start of the year to you guys to take out Rookie of the Year. He's been unbelievable. Even though I forgot about him in my back row selection, he's been great. I think he'll be right up there. Uh, you look at guys like Reese Walsh, who's arrived at the New Zealand Warriors. He's been unreal, especially with Roger Levy now. He's taken over a lot of responsibility. It has been a tough year for Reese Walsh, though. It's been very, very tough on him, especially on his young body. So right up there. Sam Walker's the obvious one, though. I think that the way that he's come into that system, and even to the point that Trent Robinson sort of gone, mate, here's the keys. You lead this team around. We're going to build around you. And I think that's helped Sam Walker a lot in this uh, Rookie of the Year chase. Dane Laurie is another guy that I think has been unbelievable this year. He's injured, and he's probably fallen uh, into the background a little bit as far as this conversation goes. But to do what he did this year at the West Tigers, that has blown me away. He has been so impressive this year. It's been incredible, Dane Laurie. So I'd have to put him right up there. The other guy that can't possibly get the award, but fuck, if he would have played the whole season, it'd be interesting to see what we're saying. Toby Sexton. I mean, we tipped him off to you guys a couple of weeks ago, and He's coming to first grade. He's been unbelievable. We're going to touch on him more over the next couple of days. We've got an Instagram post coming about him as well, so stay tuned for that. But, wow, Toby Sexton, he has been incredibly impressive in his first few games of first grade to the point where... Jamal Fogarty, he got the coach's award last year. He's the captain of the club. Fuck, I don't know if he's going to get back into this side, to be perfectly honest with you. Toby Sexton, absolutely braining it. A number of guys you could throw up here, but I think it's going to be really hard to go past Sammy Walker. I think he's done incredibly well on this side. I think they're going to finish fourth or fifth, considering all the injuries, all the strike weapons that he's lost, the amount of try assists and everything he's had this year, and the way that he's done it. He's playing football the way that no one else is. Is it always the most successful way to do it? No, but my God, it's entertaining, and it's taken some serious balls from Sam Walker. He's had a bit of controversy here here and there, but I think the standout 
the thing that stands out for me with Walker is just he has been belted and bashed all year. He is resilient as hell. He just keeps on standing up. He just keeps on showing a jersey. I think it's been incredible. That night that Tavita Pangai Jr. went after him, fuck, that was hard to watch. It was like watching 24 car accidents involving Sam Walker. There was a night against the Melbourne Storm where they absolutely belted him as well. He's come up with a few match-winning field goals. Anzac Day was unbelievable for the Roosters. Some of those lofting passes he's thrown, I mean... They are just so far ahead of where a rookie should be. Yeah, they are. That is an experienced football play. That take it takes a lot of confidence to play long, but to also play slow to be able to get the the right float on it. It's an incredible hard part, incredibly hard pass that I think people undervalue just how difficult it is to you know sort of glide a ball over a winger, but then to land it into the spot. And the hardest thing about it is the dip. The dip is where it gets extremely difficult. It's easy to throw the ball over the top of someone, but to make it clear the winger, clear the outside men, and then dip into the zone that you needed to dip into, it's incredible from Sam Walker, especially to throw it like a spiral like he does. Makes it even more impressive. The wingers have been unreal outside him, no doubt about it, but God, he's thrown some good seeds this year. So for me, I would have to go Sammy Walker as my Dallium Rookie of the Year. We'll have a look at what Buzz has got. There's no um, there's no paragraph here, but he has got Sam Walker as his. I think that's the obvious one. Let's move to the last Dallium Positional Award, and we've got the coach of the year and um, Ivan Cleary there was an argument for him a couple of weeks ago which was completely fair I think Trent Robinson has done an unbelievable job he might finish fourth place with you know off the top of my head they've their hookers retired their second rower their captain and the Australian captains retired the best winger we've probably ever seen has retired they have just had injuries left right and center and suspensions it's been a nightmare and for Trent Robinson to keep this team relevant has been impressive. To keep them in the top four, absolutely amazing. So Trent, if you said to me, Trent Robinson deserves it this year, I probably wouldn't push back on you, to be honest with you, because I probably couldn't form a good enough argument. But hey, I think it has to go to Craig Bellamy. Uh, what he's done this year, and yes, he's got a good team, I understand that, but done this the year after Cameron Smith retired and after they won a premiership. Yeah, that takes a lot out of the gas. And losing a guy like that, I mean, a team shouldn't improve when they lose the best player of all time. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If you want to tell me he's not the best player of all time, fine. That's that's sweet. A team should not improve when they lose a top three best player of all time. I mean, the worst you could put Cam Smith is at three, in my opinion. Teams should not be improving. You look at what happened to the Roosters once Freddie left. I mean, he retired in 04. They finished 8th in 05. I mean, and then it was an absolute basket case. It was a complete and utter shit fight. You look at the Newcastle Knights, whenever you take Joey out of that team, absolute basket case all over the place. You take Cameron Smith out of this Melbourne Storm team, they replace him with the Dallium Hooker of the Year, and then off the bench, the best hooker in the game. It's unbelievable. I mean, it is just crazy. I think that if they win this competition, they will break, and they go undefeated, which I think they will win out from here, to be honest with you. They'll break the record for most wins in a row, which is incredible. I think they're sitting on 17 or 18 at the moment, which has just blown me away. And 
I mean, it hasn't all gone smoothly for them. They lost their first-choice fullback. They lost their best hooker. Dale Finucane has missed footy. All of those forwards have missed a couple of games here and there. In the midst of all that, we had a fucking State of Origin series that Cameron Munster went off and played. I mean... They have lost so many troops. Felice Cafusi, Cameron Munster, Christian Welsh, Josh Adokar. You name it, they've had guys come and go from this squad all the time. They've got a completely new right edge of um, Remus Smith, who I think they picked as a winger, realistically. He's had to play centre. He's done incredibly well. Outside him... It has just been a turnstile of players that, that, that have come onto that wing this year to replace Vunavalu. It's been a very tough situation, and Craig Bellamy, he has been the glue that's held it together all this time. For me, I would have to go Craig Bellamy by a country mile. Wouldn't be surprised if Buzz does go for Trent Robinson. I wouldn't push back on it. Let's have a look. Buzz has gone for Craig Bellamy. He's got Trent Robinson as his second option, and then Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett's another guy that we didn't mention. Obviously, he's done incredibly well this year, but for me, I just think this team has been fading in and out of games too much for me to give him coach of the year. I think it has to be Craig Bellamy. A close second for me would have been Trent Robinson. So me and Buzz are on the money there. Look, we both made very similar decisions. I think the only ones that we disagreed on were guys that Buzz picked that I said I had in close contention. I think Jared Rhea Hargroves was one of them. And I think the other one was Josh Adokar as well that missed out for me. And of course, Matty Burton, another guy that we mentioned. So we're on a similar similar brainwave this year, which, as I said, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'll let you guys decide that. Really enjoyed doing this live reaction, guys. Hopefully we can get more and more of these lists that come out over the next couple of weeks. Really looking forward to diving into them with you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 